0: Okay, we're holding now the next Mishnah uh-huh. let's go we a very important Mishnah again it's yes. so unbelievable every Mishnah is really a continuation of the previous one Ravdustai Bar Mishum Rabbi Meya Oimeh okay Dova Echod that if a if a person forgets something of his learning malo Olova Kosov Ki'ilu Mishcheye Benav it is as if he's m'shayy benavshe. Yesterday we explained m'shayy benavshe means what? He's brought death upon himself. Very scary thing. You forget one thing of your learning. So the Torah warns us very clearly from forgetting any of your learning, which means the Mishnah is telling us that if any of you have learnt anything in your entire lifetime and you forget. One thing, then basically you 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 chaybisa, okay? Yochel says the Mishnah. I would have thought. What happens, I would have thought even if a person is so overwhelmed with his learning, so much and everything, because he's packing so much in, so he's forgetting some of the other stuff. Talmud loima or penya huh, milva vecha kol right? It says over here, they should be removed from your heart all the days of your life. Until you remove them from your heart. So, once again, a very, very scary lotion about Torah. We've been discussing many Mishnai's in this parak about Torah, about how of Torah is, and Torah runs our life. But now it's like we forget one thing. What does that mean? How do we understand that? So, first of all, on a very, very basic level, there's a rabbini Yoina. Rabbini Yoina explains, and he talks about that this whole mission is discussing someone that's in a specific position of teaching Torah, or Pascalin Imchanis, he's a rov. Why? Because he's in such a position, so he has to constantly go over his learning. So, Because if he forgets something, because huh? if he forgets something, then what? He's going to do badly to his psak or to his teaching, or to his Talmidim. So, Rabbini Yoina learns... You know, you cannot just rely on your memory. You have to constantly do Chazorah. And Chazorah, as we know, is a very, very important thing. Most of us are familiar with the Gemara in Sanhedrin. Right? Sali Teso Menaluf. The Gemara in Sanhedrin says that if a person doesn't do Chazorah, it's like a farmer that sows but does not reap. What does that mean? You know what that means? A farmer that sows but does not reap. That means, imagine if you had a field and you, you know you're David. You have a field, and you're going to make fruits and vegetables there. So you spend months and months and months preparing the ground, plowing. You sow the seeds in. It's a it's whole procedure, right? We'll learn it a little bit more towards Schmitta. And then a couple of months later, all of a sudden you've got these beautiful plants. A couple of years later, beautiful trees. And you just leave everything there to rot. Someone looks at you and says, what are you, what are you doing? You spend so much time and effort in trying to plant everything and to make it plant bull and everything. And all of a sudden, now, enjoy the fruits. Enjoy the vegetables. Enjoy what you have. Says the Gemara in Sanhedrin, said it that if a person learns and doesn't do Hazorah, he's the same. He's the same thing. The Gemara says, be sure. says that if a, per, if a person learns and doesn't do Chazora, he's compared to a woman that gives birth to a stillborn child, Rahman al-Islam. A, person had to, a woman had to go through nine months of pregnancy. It wasn't easy. The baby comes out, not alive. Rachman al-Islam. We should never know. It says the Gemara. That's what it means. Chazor. To constantly go over what we learn to remember. It's one of the biggest Yitzhahors we have. I don't know. I don't know how many people have such a Yitzhahor. I remember of Scheinberg. You know. I, I don't know if he said it or they said it about him or he once said it to people whatever it was about the whole thing of for him. You know you know how hard it is to open up a daf in Shas anywhere in Shas and say okay I just did that one. Okay I know that one. I'll give you an example. Imagine if you would right now sit and learn the first daf, the first mission of Aveb Pesachim, 26 times. Right now, 26 times a Mishnah. It's a short missioner. it's an easy missioner. it's not a hard missioner. Everyone here pretty much could say it almost balpah. Imagine right now you did it 26 times. After five minutes, I'd say, do you want to do that missioner?" You'd be like, oh no, I don't want to see that missioner." So like to gedolim, every daf and shas was that way. Every Duffin and Shasta is like, okay, I know this one already, I just did this one, this one I know, cold, this one. It was like a Yitzchorah, I had no, what, what time do you have to sit and learn? For most of us, or maybe I speak for myself, to open up a daf and Shasta is a geschmack. Ah, even if we did it already, we did it only then, we can do it again now, we can learn a different shot, we can know it better, we can let it get it clearer. Chazorah is an amazing thing. So on a very basic level, the Mishnah is discussing someone that is not doing Chazorah. And it's a very important thing, by the way, Chazorah is what gives a person Tremendous Sipic in his learning. The Chovetz Chaim writes, do you ever wonder why there's four lines of Rashi at the top of every Daf and Shas? Chovetz Chaim says, because you have to learn it four times. And the Chovetz Chaim continues. And says, if you don't learn everything four times, you're not yet you to the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. That's a very heavy statement, but the Chovetz Chaim said it. A day? Okay. Uh, whenever. Not a day, no. Did you learn it four times? Or did you learn it and move on? Well, you're mechayi v'limit You're mechayi That can be any part of Torah. But in other words, this Mishnah that I'm learning now, if you didn't chazur it four times, learn it once and chazur it four times, then the din is that you're not Yahya Chitamotor. That's a very heavy statement. Right, David? So, a person has to it. the first simple step to this Mishnah is chazur. Right? We learn a lot of things, but the Mishnah is telling us how careful we have to be from forgetting. I want to move on to a different, a different idea on this Mishnah, and then we'll move on to one last idea on this Mishnah. Um. There are many things that cause us to forget our learning. It could be that the Mishnah is warning us, especially the end of the Mishnah says, you know, maybe it's not from packing so much in; it's more from the fact of um, doing something specifically to get rid of your learning. How do you do something to get rid of your learning? The only thing I can think of is the various oh, is the various times that we have in Chazal to be careful of things that make you forget your learning. Okay, so for example. Um, if you do not wash the till it's a dime and you're meant to wash the tilis a Or for example, um, wiping your hands on your clothing after Nigel Vasa, which is pretty bad. Another thing, for example, is what's that? You forget your learning, that's terrible. Right? Now Avada. If you're meant to wash your hands, and you do not wash your hands. In other words, you do something that requires the, the Telet and you don't do the Telet Shadayim, yes. Talmudai mishtachach says the Chazal, and if you're not a Talmud chacham, <laughs> what about that? Okay, say this. A guy doesn't know Torah, he's not going to forget anything. No, he goes crazy. That's what the Shocham says, okay? Uh, another example, the Chazanish. Chazanish writes in Kovitz Igeris, number one, Aleph, he says a person has to be very careful from the scholars that cause the person to lose his learning. One of the most famous ones, you, if you look in Ho is Daphid Gimel, the Gemara brings over there many different examples. One of them is eating olives. So there's a Shailah. Yeah, are olives that we have nowadays considered to be included? What if you have olive oil on them? What about the ends of the challah? You know, all of these sorts of things that we're not going to go into all of them at this moment of time. But there are many things that cause a person uh, to have Shechacha. And therefore that's why a person should be very, very careful from um, making sure that he doesn't, uh, you know, have that problem, okay? So that is, I guess, part two of the Mishnah. I want to move on now to a more of a, a, a Hasidah and that is the Nesiv Shalom, the Haideng Yislam Rebbe. how he explains, he brings in the beginning of this Mishnah, he brings a beautiful marshal. He says that a Yeshiva Bocha once came to his Rosh Yeshiva, and he looked really, really sad. He said, Rabbi, I have a problem. I'm just not, I'm just not getting into my learning today. I, I'm just not feeling it. I'm, I'm not feeling it. What should I do? I'm not feeling it. So the shiva looked at the bacha and said to him, "Said to him, tell me something. Have you thought about Hashem today? Have you thought about Hashem?" The bacha's like, "Listen, I woke up, you know, mumish a few minutes before shachrus. I ran downstairs, put on my tefillin. I quickly had to, you know, catch up for the minion, whatever it was. It wasn't easy. I quickly went to breakfast. I washed, obviously, and I ate breakfast. Plus, plus, you know, and then I benched. and then I went quickly to first seder." Uh, you know, I just finished first day to be done. I have no time ready to think about Hashem. Right? Now, it's a very, very big problem, this, by the way. Right? You may look at this as a bit weird. What does that mean? I, I mentioned to you before, I got a phone call once from a guy from LA who says to me, he went over to a fellow who was a big masmid, 12 to 13 hours a day of learning. He said to him, When was the last time you thought of Hashem? And the guy's like, oh, sorry, I don't have time for that. I'm busy learning all day. Who has time? He says, The Slonim Rebbe, and we'll see how he gets this from the Mishnah. That many times, what happens is, we go through the day's activities, we go through life. We're totally oblivious to the real message. We're to- totally oblivious to the real thing that's going on. So how does the Solomon ever explain? So he brings the words of the Heiliger and say Priya Chaim that he explains the Mishnah with a whole different way. Listen to how he explains the Mishnah. He explains, the Mishnah, how we understand it, is to forget one thing of your learning. Whether it be a Mishnah, whether it be a Halacha, a Pesachim Chumash, whatever it may be, the Sladim Rebbe and Shalom, explains that Dova Echad in the Mishnah is Dova Echad the matter of one. The Rabbanu Shlomo, if you forget, you could be learning, you could be busy learning, but you forget Dova Echad, you forget the Rabbanu Shlomo, you forget where it's all going to. You forget the, 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 the direction that it's going to. And that's such an important thing. At the end of the day, we're so busy sometimes in our own lives that we don't realize what, 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 what's, what's the direction. We, talk, we talked about this in The Seven Habits. You know, sometimes we're so busy, we don't even think about the goal. It's like my wife went to um, parents' evening. Uh, you guys have never been to parents' evening But, I mean, in this country, you're not allowed to go to the girls' one. The men are not allowed to go to the girls' one. That's how it is. I can never go. Uh, You know, get nachas or whatever. But, oh, that's how it is, right? So the the, the, the mothers go. That's how it is. And um, she went. And a certain teacher said to my wife, um, as soon as she sat down, she said, oh... I don't know, she doesn't do the test properly, she's obviously not doing Chazorah, and she's not learning properly, and because of that she's not getting good grades, and she's not even filling out all the answers, I mean, how's she going to survive in life, and how's she going to survive the next few years of of school life, and it... Rav looked and says... Do you not have anything good to say about my daughter? Have you not thought about the fact that she has good midas? You not thought about the fact that she smiles? That she's happy in life? Isn't that the mo- most important thing in life? Not the grades that she gets? And what she does on her test which is going to get her nowhere in life? But rather how in the Mouser she is as a person? And midas tovahs? And Torah And the rabbonish loom? And ashkoffah sachayim? She told me that the teacher looked at her with her, with her, with her mouth open like no, no one's ever said this to me before. And I said to her, obviously my Ashkoff and your Ashkoff, your ishkoff is about good grades, my is about Yiddishkeit and the Rabbani Shalom, that's all that matters. And sometimes, you know, I don't want to, you know, sometimes we're so busy. We're so busy with, oh, how, how successful is he? What about the, where, where's, where, where's the direction? It's a big problem. It's a big problem that, you know, the world that we're living in, everything's looked at results. Who cares? Do so you think it makes a difference if my daughter, I honestly, honestly, I know maybe people people attack me for this. I, it does not bother me if my daughter gets a high or low grade, and that's exactly what my, my my wife said to the teacher. It bothers me nothing. What bothers me? Does she have good midos? Does she have derech heretz? Is she going in the right mahalach? Is she a good girl? Did you have nothing good when you saw this girl? All you saw was grades, and because of that, you graded my daughter. You didn't see her midos. You didn't see her happiness. Simchasachaim, her muna, her shkafa. That, not nothing. That's terrible. Chmala You never have such a teacher. That's all they look at? Shemirachim. It bothers me nothing. She can listen to the shit. It doesn't bother me. Halavai. She speaks English. She speaks English. Halavai. Halavai. I'm not embarrassed. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. It's ridiculous. What what do we... But often we do the same thing. We're so busy. We're not even looking... Where's the goal? What's the ikkah? That's what the slalom of Rebbe is saying this mishnah is. You're busy learning, learning, learning. You forgot about the rabbinic (laughs) slalom. There you are. You're learning 12 hours a day. God? Who? Where's God? Hashem? How does it come to our lives? What do you, mean? you benched, you done mincha, you done you done shachwas, you learned, you did everything. How many people? That's what, I mean, let's ask ourselves. It's, it's not 8 o'clock in the morning. We already had a little bit, a few hours of the day. We've done some learning, we've done some davening, we've made brachas. How many times do we think about Hashem? Isn't that the goal? Isn't that the goal of learning? Isn't that the goal of Yiddishkeit? Isn't that the goal of, of every mitzvah? It's at the end of the day, think about the Rabban Ishleim. Get closer to the Rabban Ishleim. Says the Salam Rebbe, that's what it is. It's say, of Lublin once told his Talmud of and he said to me he said to him if you ever see me so engrossed in my learning that I basically appear to have momentarily forgotten that the Shechina is above me please tell me that's what he told his Talmud one time Psalm noticed that the seer of Lublin was so involved in a, in a Gemara that he was so in it that he was about to remind him you know what he was instructed to do and the seer looked up and said don't worry I remember. And that's what it is. Echot. The echot in this Mishnah says the Son and Rebbe is the Rabbani And when a person learns, he has to remember the, the goal. The goal is what? The Rabbani And it's a goal for all of our lives. It's a goal for everything we do. Everything we do. Yes, there are steps that we have to do at a practical level to get there. And that might be the learning. And it might be getting married. And it might be having children. It might be working on ourselves. There might be so many things. But at the end of the day, that's the goal. The goal is to obviously work on ourselves to become better people. But ultimately... To become closer to the Rabbi nishanum. And that's what this mission I think is an incredible lesson. That so many times we forget about the echad. We're busy learning. But you forget one thing. The one thing is the iqa. And that's very, very important. And everything we do. We should always remember this. That that is the iqa. Yes, the other things are important. I'm not getting it. I'm, I'm not putting it down. Everything else is important also. But to remember, at least remember what the iqa is. And don't get, don't get sidetracked in life by the non-iqa. By the toffle things. And that makes you feel... That, you know, you were or were not successful. Success isn't based on your results. Success is not based on how well you do. Onu Mailin, Vehema Mailin, the Chobetz Chaim famously said, a guy, a tailor, a shoemaker only gets paid when? When he finishes the shoes. If he doesn't finish the shoes, he ain't going to get paid. It's all very nice. Can you go to a guy who makes, you know, you give him cloth, and you say, can you make me a beautiful suit? And you go to him, he says, listen, I worked 16 hours on your suit. It just didn't come out. What can I do? It didn't come out. Can I have the money? you are laughing in his face. Should give me money? Where's the suit? If there's no end result, it's not going to work. The B'nai doesn't want the end result from us. He doesn't care about the end result. He just wants us to go along towards the destination and try. To go on the journey, to try the best we can, each one according to his capabilities, each one according to what he can do. And B'nai Hashem, if we do that, we won't forget the echad. we'll get the goal, and B'nai Hashem will get B'nai Hashem. Okay.